0: What's up, Hello. ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of Senses, a PlayStation podcast, where we give you our two cents on all things PlayStation. You can find the show on Twitch, Spotify, and YouTube, if you're a fan of the show. By all means, go to www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate. We can donate as little as a dollar. Of course, we always support and love to see your support for the show of us liking, commenting, subscribing, sharing, alerting yourself to when we put a thing out there all the good stuff eventually we'll get an intro that just feels right
1: yeah uh, well i think eventually we'll have like a pre-recorded thing
0: uh, hey, we'll get there or, or i'll just stop being lazy and get a script and actually read said script but i just i kind of like it off the cuff though i don't know i think it's good I,
1: I love the brick the brick mug the brick mug it makes a return is that mm-hmm. our mascot <laughs> the brick mug
0: if Elden Ring can have a fucking walking pot, then yes, we can have a brick mug as our. <laughs> Everyone needs a pot friend, okay? Do they? I mean, okay, depending on your definition of pot and friend,
1: <laughs> it's it's interpretive. You can you can take it in any which direction. Like a dancer, like a dancer, <laughs> like like a dancer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's interpretive dancers. You can interpret that how they you know move. Um, I wanna I wanna apologize for being an itzy bit late. Uh. I know I posted 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, had had some internet Each and problems. every Friday. Each and every Friday. Well, the time is variable, but we usually post uh, beforehand to let people know. But uh, anyways, had some internet problems, but hopefully it's working nice now and it's buttery smooth.
0: Uh, does everything seem fine on your end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, buttery smooth, that's... Depending on the type of butter you're using, like let's so say, say this is frozen butter or like like butter you keep in the fridge, right? Who freezes their butter? You've never seen like people put butter in the freezer or anything like that? In like the if they freezer? have an extra thing. It, yeah, like say it's like an extra thing they have and they don't, they're not going to use it right away because they still have stuff left over. That's like they, they don't leave it leave in the fridge. fridge
1: you know, in other well, countries,
0: like, they just leave their butter on the table. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, these people, do they don't want it to, like, expire or get gross or whatever. So, like, until they're ready to actually use it, they leave it in the freezer. And then once it's out of the freezer, they leave it on the table or in the fridge or whatever.
1: No, well, Yeah, um, but th- that's that's what I mean. Like, uh, butter doesn't, it doesn't get gross in other countries. We have, like, all these weird preservatives, and we keep we have to keep it frozen. Otherwise, it gets nasty. But in, like, in Europe, they just keep it on the
0: table, room temperature, all day, every day. I think it. I think I think it just lasts longer at that, and I feel like in Europe they use butter on more things, you know, which is crazy to think about. I could be wrong on this totally. I don't know anything about European culture, but I, I feel like, I mean, think the baguette, right? Like that's a very European thing, but like people just buy long last things of bread. We go and we get our sandwich loaves, and that's about as far as it gets, unless you go to Panera and you're getting a bread bowl, you know. So I feel like. Butter in general is used more on the things because they have more pastries and more bread. That's how um, I interpret it. We again. just have uh, microwave mac and cheese and
1: ramen noodles.
0: Yeah, like we, we don't we need the butter or anything. We we forget I put the butter in my salt ramen.
1: What? I put I put a little bit of butter in my ramen. Why? It, it makes it like kind of ooey gooey. I so I I remove the okay. I remove the water. Okay, so I, I drain okay. it. Yeah, um, I, I, was, I, don't, like, I don't. I don't like the broth, that. but then yeah. then I I put like just like a a dab of butter, and then I I mix it, and then it, it gives it like a creamy, like you know um uh, you know the the rice There
0: There is nothing the, you can say that makes this sound appealing. I, I this mean, sounds awful personally, personally, but I mean, to each and then I role. have like
1: this. I have this. Uh, this might sound kind of counter to what you already know about me, but I have like a little spicy powder. It's called Danos. It's like a local seasoning thing, but it's like a yeah, spice. I, I put that in there, and no it's got offense, like you are a little bitch
0: when it comes to spice. So you owning it. Yeah, I mean, I spicy. like the flavor, but I
1: leak. But the Danos, I don't leak too much. I leak a little. <laughs> what? But I can handle a little bit of leak. Uh, anyway, you, you put some of the some of the spicy in there, and it's good. It's good, and the butter kind of holds it to get like it keeps the it.
0: I think it's nice. I mean, I guess it's I guess. But I mean, there's buttery noodles, you know. People do that, so I guess ramen is a similar thing. I think the only thing that really freaks me out is a seasoning packet with the butter. That I feel like is a salt bomb. What are you gonna happen? Well, but at the same, unsalted Steven, butter or margarine? I margarine, mean, I, <laughs> um, yes. But at the, at the same time, I did also I didn't witness, but you divulged to me that you ate an entire brick of cheese. I uh, so like yeah. so i mean I'm, I'm i can't i feel like that is more shameful than what you're doing with this ramen uh this that i it i i'm poor okay and
1: that is uh, <laughs> my mom gave me a block of cheese so for a whole day
0: all i had was a block of cheese and some water <laughs> so, hold on. wait it makes it sound like you went to your the way that was phrased and stated. it made it sound like you went to your mom said i'm poor and all she gave you was a block of cheese like that it, was the response.
1: That's just all that all that she had at the moment. But <laughs> I mean, so she she's giving me other things now, like which is it's nice. I, I really appreciate it. I I love it. I even I made a song because I was poor <laughs> I could get some freaking McDonald's. Um, and I, I'm I'm extremely thankful for the people who, who have given money for the dollar menu fund. I have had McDonald's uh, for breakfast the past pass. Is that money so for That's good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm. It's actually, it's making me question everything. I'm starting to think that maybe that's the career path that I should go down. (laughs)
0: It's just make make shitty songs. If you donated to this man, but have not donated to this show after the year, (laughs) we have pledged and said, if you're a fan, (laughs) you go to mtfproductions.com forward slash donate. I this think man put out a <laughs> video about fucking mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> all of you are fake fans
1: <laughs> i think we just need like a really shitty song that gets stuck in people's heads that's important um and a, a very cringy like short tiktok
0: that's that's what it takes i guess so i'm not gonna lie I... you sent me this video you made last night and like I, I saw it, and I was watching. No, I was like, you sent the link. You sent the audio file to uh, Rachel first. Before I made the video, yeah. Yeah, and you sent that, and I listened to it. And so what was interesting about that is I was sitting with her, and I'm like, you know what? For some reason, I picture him just doing a lot of weird shit in his home while doing this. But historically, when he does make these songs, Stephen is sitting in a corner, hobbled very close to an inline microphone in his headphones. Mm-hmm. So where you can hear his mouth sounds as he like enunciates because of how close it is to his mouth. Yeah. So like I don't know why I feel like he's at this point doing something just really off the wall and probably cringeworthy in his home. And then not curious. even ten minutes later, I get this fucking video. Mike, there there it is. <laughs> like, oh my, God, my my oh, philosophy is it. if I'm if I'm depressed,
1: <laughs> if there's like a bad situation, because like the poverty thing, it's no joke. Like I, it was getting pretty dire uh and i was actually starving like i mean th- i was starving um so it was bad but like yeah but that takes gas and like like i so yesterday actually i used the last of my money because today was payday so i had like yesterday was like the final frontier i guess uh before payday <laughs> okay. i had i had 16 dollars left in my account and i used all of it to fill up my gas tank it actually didn't fill up my gas tank completely I saying, um, that's impressive holy shit like you'd like, have a hybrid so yeah but still i got i got half of a gas tank and i was i got done filling my car and then i i put the little the nozzle back i closed the gas tank i sat in my car and i was like well i have zero dollars now <laughs> i was like this is it this is it if i don't like if if there was some kind of catastrophe where i my paycheck didn't go through and i didn't get paid today like i would be royally fucked uh but thankfully like i have i have my money for rent so that's taken care of i paid the phone bill so that's good i guess um and my mom gave me some galumpkies.
0: uh so what the fuck is a golumki uh,
1: i said we'll talk about that later dad
0: <laughs> it's it's
1: stuffed cabbage it's stuffed cabbage it's like a, oh, a burrito that sounds
0: delicious. but okay. instead
1: of a tortilla it's cabbage
0: okay golumki
1: golumki okay.
0: <laughs> Go Steven, on, the We've got some news to cover, and no one is believe it or to not. A Christmas tree. Christmas <laughs> I, listen, I need some joy in
1: life. Okay, this is all that I've got. Look, I, I've just got piles of boxes and bins.
0: This is I. What do you want from me? This I is want all you take your can fucking do. tree down, <laughs> any hooser. There's more news outside of steven's lack of putting down his tree. We've got quite a bit to cover, my friend. We've got. PlayStation Plus March lineup has been has been announced. The PlayStation VR 2, we got our first look at it. Elden Ring has mm-hmm. launched. L- let's jump Damn. into some of these. Uh, we will. And then Project Spartacus. We're not spoiled. We're getting the details. I'll be okay. And Project Spartacus details are emerging. So we'll kick things off, Steven. Emerging. With the PlayStation Plus launch lineup for March. Or er, launch. PlayStation Plus games for March lineup revealed. And you tell you what, man. After the rough month. And the in the, the flack that PlayStation got last month. This is a pretty solid month if I say so myself. I'm excited. We've got I'm, I'm excited too. Ghost of Tsushima Legends, the standalone. So you don't actually have to own the full game of Ghost of Tsushima. You can play the online multiplayer mode for free by claiming this game's this game on March 1st. This is the bonus next game. Next Tuesday. Too. Yeah, this is the bonus game. Um, bonus. after that for PS5, you've got Ghost Runner. Which is super cool. I've always wanted to be a cyberpunk ninja going around town. And then after that we have Team Sonic Racing, which is a kart racer I've been wanting to dive into myself. And I'm I just spent thirty to forty dollars on fucking this annihilate you
1: in Team Sonic Racing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you played it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why are you excited? If you do you own it? I'm excited
1: because now more people are gonna play it and I can play online with them. Okay, I said do you own this game?
0: Like like where is this false bravado coming? Where you think you're gonna annihilate me on this game you've never even like pressed start on? Yeah, the Sonic Racing games—that's some good shit. That yeah, is yeah, some, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is some good shit. So, you yeah. know, and then Arc Survival Evolved, um, which is cool. It's surprising that that hasn't been one before, but you know, good to see it. So again, Ghost Runner on PS Five, Team Sonic Racing, Arc Survival Evolved, and Ghosts of Human Legends on PS Four. Um, these are all available to claim on March first, and I believe you have until that same day to claim February's games lineup. Uh, which, while not as impressive, is still it's free. Claim it. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Planet Especially Coast if you pay there. sixty bucks a year, claim the games. Don't bitch. Just claim they're free. Um, but yeah, so it's cool. This is, I think, this is where again we see it. Like we, PlayStation's are going to always have All Star months, right? But they're going to have some doozies in there. They have some good ones, and I feel like more often than not they do. So. There's that. Next up, Steven. Yep. Steven. Yep. Young man. Yep. Young little old wog.
1: I, I don't old know what that means.
0: Old Beaven Barrow. Be- oh, that. Be- the PSVR <laughs> 2 has been revealed, my friend. Uh, and a surprise drop, and I believe, what was, was it Monday or Tuesday? Uh, on the PlayStation blog, we got our first look. And images of what the PSVR two looks like, and more than just the controllers. Now the controllers have been slightly redesigned from the original images we saw, not by much, very slightly. But we it's actually very orbital see the headset. Yes, it is. It is orbed. uh The headset, <laughs> as they claim in the blog post, is also orb rounded. Um, they said they maintain. <laughs> and I found this is total bullshit. This is bullshit here. They said that they keep it round to mimic the look of the accessories. Uh, that are already on the PS5 to keep the same aesthetic and feel. Right, they're white and black. They're a bit more curved. In contrast, they said we liked we want to use this in contrast to as a showpiece for the PS5, which is has multiple flat edges and sides. That is bullshit. The PS5 quite literally needs a stand. To be upright or laying flat. It's still, there's not it's one still, fucking thing. It's still flat, flat like on my goddamn console. It's,
1: it's it's angular, like it's got straight lines as opposed to, like the 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 PS5 doesn't really curve other than the edges and the top like curve around. But like I okay, I on understand the what you mean. It's like a it's not there. the PS5 does this. It's and no then what does the not, VR? Does its wide
0: birthing hips?
1: That's the disc version. But like the the top has like the the fins. But then you know the they they wanted it to be a little bit more. Or is it marketing speak? Yeah, yeah. Is it <laughs> a bunch of like aesthetic design bullshit? Yeah. Does it look? Does the the PSVR two look a lot like PSVR one? Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it may be a little sleeker, maybe a little little thinner around the edges. It's got
0: that vent. It's got that airflow yeah, vent. That's some really cool stuff. This was not talked about when they did the original tech breakdown of what the PSVR two uh, capable of and did. But they no released glass features. Yeah, so you can now adjust the lenses in the headset, which is really cool. So you can adjust if, if I was reading it right and interpreting, by all means, comments if I'm mistaken. Um, you can adjust the lenses distance, so they're not right up on your face, and it, you know if you're nearsighted, farsighted, you can adjust better to where the picture is clear. That's really fucking cool. Um, not a feature I didn't think was possible, but it apparently is. Um, and there's also an airflow vent in the headset. This is really cool. There's more details on the PlayStation blog. Go check it out. Give it a read. But I'm excited. Steven, will the PSVR 2, if capable of doing so, would it be a day one purchase for you? Knowing these details?
1: If if I have the the disposable income, yeah. But, I mean, that's... Uh, I'm not a fortune teller, but I don't think that's gonna be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, Paul our, <laughs> Literally, like based on our previous conversation. Uh, but I mean, but yeah, if I have the disposable income, of course. I mean, of course. I mean, based
0: yeah. off of, like, I mean, so I, for me, I'm even I'm hesitant. I mean, this all looks great. I mean, from a text, from tech speak, from just you know what we know about the headset, it's awesome. But I, I want to see. There's a lot being done with it a lot of changes a lot of improvements which can also unfortunately leave a lot of room for error i want to see how the headset performs i want to see what how long it is before we see a quality of life update on this which it seems like they're kind of future-proofing it from the get-go which is nice but but it's it's so nice and it might be too good to be true in my for my feel so i might wait grant for quite a while before i say yeah i need to go get a vr2
1: i have faith in the accessory itself um, mm-hmm. The only the only setback, I want confirmation of backwards compatibility. Um, th- that's it. Like I want to be I want to be certain that I'm going to be able to play my 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 original PSVR games on the PSVR two. They haven't outright said it, so I'm not going to assume that it's a thing. Um, that would be the thing that kept me from buying it. So like, if that's not a thing, then it. Actually it wouldn't be a day one purchase for me, even if I have the disposable income because mm-hmm. um like I have so many PSVR titles and I want to play them on PS5, but I don't want I don't have the adapter because I, I can't be hassled to go online and put in the serial <laughs> number and get the thing shipped to me. Um but also like it's it's kind of obnoxious to, you know, take all that out and then there's all the things to plug in. I have it all plugged in on my PS4, so I guess I could boot mm-hmm. that up, but like the PS4 is clunky and I know this is first world problems, whatever. But still, the original PSVR and the PS4, it's all clunky and slow. I want the new headset, but I want to be able to play the old games. So the um yeah backwards compatibility is is my only my only hold up. Uh but you know if the price is right, um uh, if they get like a if they get like a 300 dollars price point, I think
0: that would be good. Personally. Yeah and I think that's I think a good price point, and I, and I expect honestly, I expect anywhere from 300 to 350. Um, I think we'd get 350 unless we see a steep discount on, not necessarily a steep discount, but a discount of some sort on the PSVR. Um, just because we've seen historically PlayStation, they don't drop price on something even when a new iteration is out and about. Um, they typically already have a price in place well before, you know, like I don't think we saw when the PS5 released we didn't see just a brand new price drop for the ps4 the ps4 is already at a comfortable price point to begin with to where it didn't need to drop and it had been in that space for about a year or two um so i think the psvr is in a similar boat where it's either going to or not in a similar boat actually because we have all these details out now but we haven't seen a a pricing discount on the original psvr um Mm. i agree with you there with the quality of life and just uh easy the accessibility piece with backwards compatibility like yeah i have my psvr now and it is you know i can get a free adapter but that is such a hassle to do because you have to get the serial number off of the actual component itself uh you've got to file this thing have it shipped to you again it's totally free but it is like why can't i just buy this new thing and it all just worked especially in a time where backwards compatibility and ease of use with games and game preservation and all this stuff is a hot topic, why would you shoot yourselves in the foot? Granted, I think, I fully expect PSVR to be back, VR2 to be backwards compatible with PSVR games. Um, A lot of those games either came out on PC first or made their way over to PC in some capacity. Um, So a lot of like the way the PSVR handled tracking and motion there's already been a fix in place. Uh, if anything, they had to adjust <laughs> for the PSVR by making their way from PC where they did have to worry about that to this console. Now uh, like games like Vader immortal, where on the quest and the vive light tracking wasn't as heavy as lot is wasn't as heavily influenced or even available on those headsets, but on the PSVR, you had to implement that. Um, so I don't, I so expect backwards this, compatibility.
1: I'm not just because it's PlayStation. I'm not holding my breath. They have that's a, fair. they have a complicated history with backwards compatibility. And I, unless they outright say it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have that expectation as easy yeah. as it may
0: be. I don't trust that it'll be. There. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, that's a totally fair thing to understand. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I understand your hesitancy. Uh, it's, but I personally, I, I'm more on the positive route in this. um, So, moving on, Stephen, we've got, we talked last week about could Horizon Forbidden West stay relevant and keep the hype train going that it built up with Elden Ring on the horizon? Elden Ring has launched, Stephen, and this game is being heralded as one of the best games of all time and is being claimed to be the 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 best reviewed game in modern history. Mm-hmm. What do you think or foresee with Horizon Forbidden West, sales-wise, popularity-wise, or anything else you can think of? How will it would be affected by this?
1: I mean, I so I I still think Horizon Forbidden West is going to sell great. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Horizon Zero Dawn sold great. Uh, it's it's now one of PlayStation's flagship franchises. Uh, it sold well enough the first time to be uh, turned into... I mean, not just to get a sequel, but to be turned into a PSVR 2 game as well. Um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, PlayStation trusts that this is a a, a good deal, essentially. So the fact that they're investing that much money into it, um, it's historically sold well. I think it's going to continue to historically sell well. Plus, Horizon, I think, is an easier sell to like people outside of gaming. It's like, Oh, open world robot dinosaurs. Boom. Like that's cool. (laughs) That's That's, fair. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Um, but like Elden ring, it always comes with that little asterisk. Like if, if I were working in a video game store, I would be like, Oh, this is an open world sort of like dark high fantasy game. It's going to be difficult. You're going to die, but you gotta, you gotta just plow through it. Like there's always that. Oh, but it's hard. Oh, but you're going to struggle. And, I know that like a lot of the reviews are saying that this is the most accessible souls game out of all of them, probably because it's more open and there's, you know, some versatility to how you can approach different scenarios. Um, but just the fact that it's a souls game, me personally, I'm less interested because I, I haven't really been into the souls games in the past. I appreciate them for what they are. I appreciate, you know, the the design that goes into it, It's just not for me. Um, when we consider the reviews we have to keep in mind these gaming websites they don't give reviews to just anyone people usually uh like if they're a fan of souls games they're gonna have first pick to review these games so it's reviewing high yes and i does it deserve that praise of course plus like reviews are subjective but that brings me to my next point these are Souls players, the most hardcore of gamers, the most vocal of gamers, um, and intensely so, praising mm-hmm. the latest, most innovative Souls game to come out since Demon Souls. Um, so, I think that it's easy to to get wrapped up in the the reputation that Souls games have within the gaming industry, but mm-hmm. um, I just. I I don't think this is going to be a detriment to Horizon, necessarily. I mean, Breath of the Wild may have overshadowed it within the gaming community and the conversation, but Horizon Zero Dawn still did amazing. And I think that the same thing can happen now. Um, So there's that. Um, But with that being said, prediction, Elden Ring Game of the Year 2022.
0: Yeah, I, I think a similar space with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Which is the biggest basis for this conversation. Um, I think Horizon Forbidden West again will sell well, right? It is a flagship PlayStation IP. It is a PlayStation exclusive, which again, historically, very well reviewed, very well polished games, very good games, very much as very well uh, critical, critical as well as commercial successes um but i think when it comes to critical acclaim like with games of breath of the wild and now elden ring i think we will see a lot less awards like i i don't see horizon zero dawn winning any awards because those games are in a similar space breath of the wild zero dawn open world fantasy in one aspect sci-fi one was more you know Famously with, spe- with sprites, goblins, book goblins, whatever. Um, and because, so action-adventure, some RPG elements. Because of that, I feel like in every in every sense, Horizon, while award-winning, did not, if it was put in competition with Breath of the Wild, which it often was, it did not stand a chance. Um, and I think Forbidden West is in the same route and same place with Elden Ring. Like you said, game of the year. Sure, Horizon Forbidden must still get a game of the year nom. Sure, it won't beat Elden Ring. It'll, sure, it'll get an action adventure game of the year nom. It won't beat Elden Ring. It may get an RPG esque uh, nom. It won't beat Elden Ring. And but that's see, where like, I think.
1: Sorry. No, go ahead. You go ahead. I think there's like a, there might be a delay as well. Um, but, uh, See I, w- I wonder like is that even important? Cuz I don't I don't think I feel like that's like not important. Um like yeah awards are nice whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's very it's masturbatory really within the industry. It's a bunch of um it, it's people making games giving awards to other people who make games. It's it's very like um it's like an in-crowd kind of thing. Um, it was it, also the fan voted aspect marketing, of marketing. It's marketing. It's yeah, but I mean even then like mm-hmm. uh how many people who like i souls fans are probably like swarming to get to their computer to vote for like a souls game to win something mm-hmm. and you know nintendo fans are very similar like i uh, but also like they're like i all of this stuff is just all a bunch of bunch of hoopla yeah, a bunch of hoopla. Like, it doesn't matter. If it, I think plenty of people are gonna love Horizon Forbidden West, plenty of people are gonna love Elden Ring. They're both gonna be successful. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think that it, on PlayStation, maybe not overall. Well, obviously not overall because Horizon is not multi platform, or at least you know mm-hmm. it's only PS4 and PS5. Whereas Elden Ring is on everything. Um, but like on Metal PlayStation, it melt the Switch. Yeah. Uh, anything though the kingdom hearts <laughs> melts the switch god damn it i i don't know how they fucked that
0: up <laughs> like well why? i don't know if that's it's, i think that's more of a laziness thing like we're gonna put them all available in this one package and it was like let's just make it a cloud version to be done with it disgusting. i, I like, totally the, think oh my god like, they i, they I really think that, game, that up. the switch can handle ps2 level games we've seen hd remasters on there that do just fine that that is i think that's laziness on square's part Personally, but yeah. I digress. I mean, I agree. I agree. It's
1: just it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I I think on PlayStation, I I predict that Horizon is going to outsell Elden Ring um, on PlayStation platforms when you you know okay. remove the multi platform at least. Um, that's just that's a prediction on my end. I just think Horizon is more accessible um, in every sense of the word, and not just conceptually, yeah. but also like actual accessibility options um whereas the from software games are notoriously uh you know they Hard. they don't well and, and they just <laughs> and, don't and not as accessible yeah they don't put in accessibility options really at all um mm-hmm. which you know is a whole other topic Different conversation but, um, yeah but yeah so i i i just feel like a game like horizon it may not be the the critical darling um, that Elden Ring is destined to be, but um, I, I, I still think Forbidden West is going to do fine. Um, I'm excited to play it uh, once I can afford to buy it, uh, <laughs> which uh, might have to be postponed a little longer than I thought. Uh, I
0: need to beat for I need to beat Zero Dawn, but yeah,
1: I need to I need to make a new song about how much I want to play Forbidden West. That's what I should do. <laughs> Put my fun. Venmo at the end. <laughs> if you fuckers
0: donate to this man after a year of the show. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think, so part of me disagrees with you. I honestly think Elden Ring may beat out PlayStation sales numbers than Horizon Zero Dawn. I think, as we've seen years go by, since the inception of Dark Souls, or, or Demon Souls, and then Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, sekiro bloodborne those games have become more i mean we've seen sekiro one game of the year um we we see them become more and more critical critical successes with almost each iteration and then we also see them be more commercial successes with a lot of people people you wouldn't think was their cup of tea but hearing the conversation around these souls like games and while yes they're frustratingly hard in some cases and they can be difficult a lot of people are really buying into the idea of being rewarded with the fact that that's gratification you get when you beat a very challenging boss. With each souls game that comes from from early souls like game that comes from from software games, more people buy, and more people, and that conversation gets bigger and bigger. And with the critical success, the mass success this game is getting out the gate. I think we're going to see that number jump and spike exponentially. Personally, so I, I think if there is a game in that genre that could outbeat a PlayStation exclusive on a PlayStation console at launch, it's Elden Ring. Um, I, I, I mean, I think I feel like we're going to see better sales
1: than other Souls games for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I just looked this up. That's what I was doing on my phone just now. Um, yeah, first year that it was out. Horizon Zero Dawn had over 7.6 million sales. Mm-hmm. First year that it was out, Bloodborne comparable to yeah, yeah. Elden Ring. Um PlayStation exclusive if anything more comparable yeah. to this. Um sold uh over 2 million. Mm-hmm. So, uh Horizon Zero Dawn in the first year compared to Bloodborne, which is not like a Complete one-to-one comparison, but the closest that I could think of, um, Horizon Zero Dawn did, like, almost four times as
0: much. Um, if you could pull numbers so, for Dark Souls 3, I think that'd be the most fair comparison in this aspect. Well, or even that's the
1: thing, is it, it'll it be hard because since those are multi-platform, I don't know if we have just the PlayStation numbers. So that's why I fair. was okay. uh, yeah. trying to think of, you know, but... Um, here. Or you could even do Horizon Zero Dawn on PC compared to... Uh, well, that hasn't been out a year yet. True, true. Uh,
0: in the first Zero year, Dawn on PC hasn't been a year?
1: I don't think so. Hasn't that how just it been it like came out six months or something? God, um, of War, God of War,
0: I think you're thinking God of War. Uh, and that was just year, in I'm January doing? or February, one of the two. Uh, you can let us so, know in the comments if we're wrong. But I wanna say Zero Dawn is at least a year. I want to say they came out early 2020 on PC.
1: Uh so Dark Souls three um in 2016 sold over three million units. Okay. Um a month after its initial release. And then uh there were 10 million units worldwide, but that's not just on PlayStation. That's overall, obviously. Correct. That's multiple um, And then over 10 million units worldwide, but that's, uh, I don't know, that's, that's four years removed from its release. So, I mean, mm-hmm. still impressive numbers, but, you know, it's not... Not Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It I, even, I just feel it like... Then, I... there, there's something about, like, I mean, it, we're talking... PlayStation exclusive, mm-hmm. like massive budget. Uh, I mean, right. Elden Ring, I'm sure, also has a massive budget, but I don't. Uh, I'm I'm going out on a limb here, but uh, I don't think it's close to Horizon Forbidden West budget, personally.
0: Uh, um, I think you, just the removal of you know voice actors, high profile voice actors alone. <laughs> I think there are <laughs> like four like, composers for Forbidden West. Yeah. Uh, so there's that,
1: uh, but yeah, there's a just I, a name
0: with Elden Ring is uh, uh, good old George. Yeah, Giorgio Tol- Tol- Tolkien. Not, not no George Tolkien. Tolkien. That's not his word. No, or, no.
1: That's not, I
0: don't. What am I saying? No, what Tolkien wrote <laughs> George... Lord of the Rings in his long. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting them all mixed up. <laughs> what is all wrong with up. you? You know, is, if there's
1: if there's moving talking trees, it's all the same. Jesus Christ!
0: <laughs> I'm pretty anyway. sure there's a talking tree in uh, in there's Ring, right? There's a walking pot, so probably. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, and even then, I also think the Souls games are more of a slow, slow burn. You, there's always that group of friends who who is that one person that plays Souls like games, and then gets on it. I I have this friend who then yells at his other friends to fucking play it and stop being a bunch of bitches. Like, get over how hard it is. Just fucking play the game, and then they end up enjoying it. Uh and so I think that the Souls games always get—they're—they're they're a very slow burn. You don't see that initial out the gate, you know, number there, but over time, over the life of the game, you see it slowly, incrementally get bigger and bigger because so many people are like—they're linked to the party. Um,
1: yeah, but I mean, even but, then, Dark Souls three, four years after release, and it hit ten million, and one year yeah. after release, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn was
0: almost at ten million and that's before the Complete Edition with the Frozen Wilds DLC and the PC version yeah. of the game. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'd,
1: I I still haven't been hooked by one. I still want to try Elden Ring, but I'm not going to go out of my way. See, yeah, part of me, uh, too. Like, I think I need, to, I need to finish Demon Souls on the PS5 before I... Yeah, like, I mean, I can't <laughs> even get into that. It's beautiful. I wanted to get it just because, you know, PS5 exclusive, graphical mm-hmm. showcase, I love Blue Point, uh, but uh, not your cup of tea. Yeah, I just I can't get into the games. I'm sorry. I, I, I have my own controversial opinions about the the game design personally, but uh, yeah, I just can't I can't get into it.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fine, Steven, Last but not least, topic for the day, probably the biggest item on here. We got some more products, Spartacus. Pop- I say we. We got possible Project Spartacus details emerging. Alleged leak or whatever. <laughs> Alleged leak. This comes from uh, multiple discer- multi This is from a podcast with James Grubbs um, that was transcribed by Video Game Chronicle, um, and essentially a source to Grubbs broke down the how this how this new program will work, the structures and the benefits, all the way down to the cost. Uh, so, I mean, we'll, we'll just get right into it. So, we'll just break things down. Steven, we've got, for $10 a month, we have the Essential tier. Uh, this is also, again, he also implied that his source said that this is launching rather soon. Um, so, that, I thought, was really Like, end crazy. of March, like, wasn't it? I, uh, I don't know if he gave it an official frame, but, like, spring-ish. Spring? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's been kind of floating around, but hearing this along with this kind of sets that and puts more emphasis behind it. Um, okay, but we've so got tier three one tiers. tier one for ten dollars. We have the essential tier, and that is you know commonly reflects the the what you have with PlayStation Plus. Gets you online multiplayer play, and you get you the instant game collection um, of a select few titles once a month to get the claim for free.
1: So that's just exactly how we know PlayStation Plus. That's the same. yeah,
0: cloud storage, all that good stuff. Then from there, for thirteen dollars a month, called the extra tier, uh, you get more downloadable games these downloadable games are how it's claimed to be are what's available to download and play not stream download and play via ps now so that's literally every ps4 game on ps now not every ps4 game but there's 250 what he claimed was around 250 to 300 titles so it's still every ps4 game no, the PS4 had so many games on there just because of like... Um,
1: I thought all of them were downloadable though on there. I thought the only stream, not,
0: only ones were... Uh, all the PS4 games on thing. PS Now, are I believe, are downloadable, yes. But not every PS4 game is on PS Now. Um, oh, well,
1: yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That every PS4 okay. game on PS Now would be included in that. So for $3 extra, you get a shit ton of PS4 games that you can download.
0: Yeah, and let me let me make sure I'm reading that right. Let me pull that back up here. <laughs> you get so that's downloadable... got be awful for audio listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so quote what this was from the podcast, and again transcribed by Video Game Video Games Chronicle. For the extra tier, you get a downloadable game catalog. Anything on PS now that was downloadable seems like it would be in here. So it's not even confirmed. That's what he would. That's what he speculates um which grub has heard includes over 250 300 games something like that you don't get cloud streaming but you do get 300 games you can download um so still a happy library there then for the final tier we've got 16 dollars for the premium tier now does this mean more free games not necessarily it sounds like it's breaking down game trials similar in a similar fashion of ea play uh so I'll, again, I'll read from the article here to kind of get a little transparency. Uh, for premium, $16 a month. You, do you get full games? Not really, kinda. It's like EA Play. You get full game trials. I don't know if that's every single game that comes out, but it seems like that. Grubb said, while PlayStation offered a game trial, this is now longer our outside, this is video games chronicle. PlayStation has offered game trials in the past via PlayStation Plus, but now it seems like it's being implied that PlayStation first party titles could offer trials that are part of their premium tier. So any big first-party titles from Sony, which, again, are usually very well done, huge games, commercial successes, critical successes, you're going to trial for. Which is cool, especially for people like Steven or I. Say a Souls game comes out as an exclusive. We're not asleep. Sold on it yet, but we can try it out. Um, But he also, grubbed then continued and said, you also get classic games and streaming. None of the other tiers will have cloud streaming. You also get classic games. Now, this is where we get into the nitty-gritty, Steve. This is where it gets interesting. What the fuck classifies a game as classic in the PlayStation library? Um, well, first of all, uh,
1: let me back it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. all of the streaming games, um, that's essentially the PS3 library that's on PS Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's essentially what that is. Um, so that's kind of exciting, but also like I want to be able to download those. That would be really nice, but then we get into the classic. Now the fact that this is a separate thing, it scares me a little, because I want to download PS3 games, and I want to be able to get my trophies. I want to. I'm missing one trophy in Popo Yo on PS3. I want to get that. Um, I like. There's just like stupid little shit. Um, I want to get Motors from Apocalypse. I want to platinum that. Uh, Do I think those are going to be classic games? No. What I think the classic games is, Mm -hmm. is, and this is my prediction, I think that they're going to be PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, that are available for download. I believe it's going to be software emulation. Um, Maybe some that haven't even been released before, or maybe it'll be Mm -hmm. the ones that, that have been released before. So things like Parappa the Rapper, uh, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, Silent Hill, stuff like that. Um, But a a bit of a while ago, PlayStation patented a a process or a technique to retroactively add trophies to PlayStation 1 games. Um, Or to, you know, retro games. To retroactively add trophies to games where they weren't there before. I think that's going to happen. Okay. Okay. I think that's what this tier is. It's kind of like a celebration of PlayStation's heritage, PlayStation's legacy. Um, That's my prediction. I think it's going to emphasize PlayStation 1. I think it's going to emphasize a lot of like classic, you know, flagship PlayStation titles that people associate with PlayStation. Um, That's my prediction. But what I want is I want it to be (laughs) downloadable PS3 games. Um, that's what I want. I just, I just want downloadable PS3 and just fucking make it happen.
0: I, so I, I think based off prior reports we got from earlier reports of what Spartacus was, there was the mention of PS3 and PSP games. Um, I think classic games, I think it'll start right as what's currently available to purchase as a PS1 classic or a PS2 classic off the PlayStation store today. Those games are already available to download. It's not hard to get it done. It's doable. We'll just go there. But I think over time, and maybe in the mix of this, similar to how we get like one PS5 game and a handful of PS4 games, I think we could see that library grow where, yeah, a bulk of it's going to be PS1, PS2 classics that are already available. But we will see over time a select few PS3 games hit. It'll start off with some big hitters, right? Games like Infamous, Resistance, uh, PS3 versions of Uncharted. Um, and things of that nature, and then slowly creeping their way up. I think games on PS now will probably also be a big part of that because those games are already a streaming capability and they've already they're already in a catalog for some sort, right? Because not every PS3 game is in PS now. This is how you get this over. PS now has to be incorporated. So it's not like all those games, by the way, you were paying for this for 10 bucks a month already. We're going to take them away because we're restarting our service. No. Those games are going to be included in this process somehow, some way, Whether they're downloadable or streaming or both. Um, So there's that. I still think, because it was talked about, because there's still speculation out on it, I think we're going to see some PSP games trickle in there. Which is cool. Especially now, do I think... think? I think it's anything that was already downloadable via the PlayStation Store. I don't think we're gonna what was already downloadable. So that unfortunately is still a limited library. There are still quite a few PSP games, especially some big flagship PSP games that are not downloadable on the PS on the PS store. Games like Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, games like Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep are not available. And just that's just a start. So while yes, it's a bit upsetting, I don't think we're gonna see any new hitters. But some games that are already av- that were available digitally at one point um, through that, st- that storefront, we'll be able to access. Um, I think in this case, just because of the nature of those games and mapping, those will be streaming most definitely. I don't think we'll see those as downloads um, just because of adjusting controller mapping. Um, I imagine the service will cross between PS4 and PS5. I think remote play will play a factor as well. I think it'll just be ease of ease of development, uh, so to speak. I feel like PSP, the, the controls
1: translate pretty fine. It's Vita where there would be an issue because of the touchscreen.
0: But like PSP, so is essentially a, like a PS2 controller. In a sense, yeah, but th- some of the control schemes are still weird, right? Like, because there was no two analog six on the PSP. Um, you had to hold down All, all modern your R controllers shoulder button. Have, have those buttons... Yeah, they have those buttons. Yeah, I I don't think it's a a, a problem there. I think, again, I think it's an an ease, aka laziness, to get the games available. I don't think they're going to remap every game that comes out there to make sure the PS5 or dual-shot controllers can react well to it. I think they will just like, hey, we're just going to throw it on there and see what works. I don't think it'll be anything crazy. Again, if if all the games are downloadable because they're running native off the hardware... We'd see a difference, but because they're streaming, because again, remember PS Now was on fucking TVs for a while. Yeah, uh, but I mean,
1: I don't. I just don't. I don't so. think the controller mapping has anything to do with the streaming. I think it's the emulating of the the hardware, and I think mm-hmm. that's the, that's the holdup with the PS3. A PSP, you could emulate that with software on the PS5 and PS4, no problem. PSP, that's right. not. That's that's not really intent. You could literally just recreate it, but digitally on the the system, and it wouldn't take up that much space. With the PS3, it's complicated because it's like
0: the architecture was it's, weird. It's a weird, it was, yeah. No, <laughs> nothing else in the planet uses that that build up.
1: Yeah, literally nothing else. Uh, <laughs> nothing else had before or after. It was it's its own thing. Um, but uh, yeah, as, since. It, since the, uh, the PS2 is simpler hardware, it's easier to emulate digitally uh, as a software solution. Um, mm-hmm. PSP, same thing. Uh, I mean, PS3, they're, they're like ragtag groups of people online doing software emulation um, for PS3 on the PC, <laughs> which we've seen with people um, enabling online play. for. Th- I, I can't remember if we talked about this on the show or outside of the show. But um Or maybe I was talking to somebody else about it. But they're they're basically <laughs> bringing back PS3 games uh, to be able to play online, essentially. So they're emulating- Yeah, PlayStation like- Home was,
0: was one of those games. And PlayStation Home was one, of those Home things. Was one yeah, that recently. they were attempting.
1: They, ha- they haven't done it fully, but they have like a function- No, 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 this score. is a new
0: thing. There's a, an online thing now for PS Home that was launched recently. Oh, uh, OK. Through, on like on Hacked PS3s, there's like an online server and everything. You can communicate online. It, it's crazy. This is a recent thing. I was looking into it when we were talking about it on the side a while back. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, it's, So these kinds of software solutions
1: are possible, but they're a bit more complicated and probably a little bit more intensive. So I don't know if they're even wanting to spend the resources. But PSP emulation, I feel like they could get PSP downloadable games on the PS4 and PS5.
0: I'm not, not saying they couldn't. I think they could. It would. I think it's very much a matter of like PlayStation will be lazy about it. Because they're going to want to see how many people actually... There's always a clamor of things, right? There's always people that want something to be... Oh, we want it back, we want it back, we want it back. And then it comes and... Because uh, people are like, yeah, we'll give you what you want because it's going to be great sales numbers and you've been asking for it for years. And it comes back and it it's like, oh, no one gets a shit. Like, it's here. Like, oh, great. And then well, all the people that care for it, only like two people. So I think that's the why they games have... will fall in that same... <laughs> well, that's why I think they'll be lazy. Like, we'll make it streaming because, yeah. like, we're not going to invest a bunch of money in this because we don't know how many people are actually going to do it first.
1: I think that's why they have the different tiered system, though. Because, mm-hmm. like... Uh, the only people who care about the PSP games or the, you know, classic games are going to be the, the hardcore fans, and they're getting an extra $6 every month from them. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's that. I think they're, they're, they're justifying that effort and those resources with that extra price point. They know that most people are not going to give a shit. They're going to pay the 10 dollars a month and that's it and they're going to play online. They're not even going to download their free games like fucking Heathens. They're not going to add them to the library because they they don't know any better because they're stupid and they just want to play a game online. Uh,
0: they know that. They don't know any <laughs> better because they are stupid. I feel like that's a contradiction. But anyway, you know
1: how many people, you know how many people just they have PlayStation Plus and they don't download their free games. They just have it so they can play Call of Duty Every year online, it's like, come on, you're you're missing out on so much. Come on, people, they're free game. Get your free shit. They're giving you games. I don't care if you're gonna play it. Just take it. It takes something nothing. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to download it. That's like that's like being given a free book, but you don't even have to put it on your bookshelf. But you like, imagine you always have access to this book. And people are like, no, thanks. It's like, no, you don't know. What if, what if in the future you want to read a book? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just get so upset because I like free stuff and I love video games. And everybody else that I've talked to who has PlayStation Plus, they also like free stuff. They also like video games, and then I'm like, "Oh well, did you get your your free games?" And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "I will slap you." <laughs> it's frustrating, but anyways, so they know that they're they're making money off of the the people subscribing for the online stuff. Um, uh, they're 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 not losing money on that deal, and then they're justifying the additional resources for this other stuff because other people are paying a little bit more. So that's nice. Yep. Um, so,
0: question for you, Stephen. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> Gosh. Oh. Are, you, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on... Jesus Christ. God, are you that dying? Was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. I got a weird tickle in my throat and I can't stop coughing. Um <laughs> Um, Talking about
1: baguettes earlier, now you're speaking in this
0: French accent. I I am actually French. You all didn't know it. It's the only class I took in high school. Um, Coming out. what, What do you think of the pricing structure? Would you spend $16 a month or even really $13 a month on those two extra tiers given with what we expect them to be? I mean, since it's all wrapped in,
1: it's not like a separate thing, right? Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah, because okay. because I'm the person that I am. Um, <laughs> now, how excited I am about this! I, you know, like first thing, the first opportunity that I have, I'm probably going to end up getting the the highest tier. At least for a month, I'm going to try it out, mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, I, because then it's only going to be $6, right? Because if, if I already have PlayStation Plus, I'm assuming it's just going to carry over.
0: So then we, I can just upgrade. Yeah, probably, probably prorated for that first month or something
1: like that, yeah. Yeah, so I'll just upgrade or whatever because um, I've got PlayStation Plus for another year and a half or whatever, however many, because it stacks. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, $6, that's fine. I can probably, you know, release another TikTok song so I can afford that. Um, <laughs> I'll eat another block of cheese. Uh, Jesus, but <laughs> Jesus, actually, <Fuck>. um, <laughs> Jesus but, Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll I'll try it out at least. Um, probably day one. Uh, how excited I am though depends on what that classic means, and if it includes trophies, uh, which is a big deal for me because I have problems. Um, I have, I have many, many problems. Uh, but yeah, well, I keep it. It really depends on if I find value in it. Like if I, if I end up subscribing to this thing and then it turns out that I don't play anything that's added on, uh, then yeah, save the six bucks. But I mean, I think six extra dollars on top of your PlayStation plus subscription. Uh, I, I feel like that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's fair I, I think it's fine um, what's most important to me is the content and they really need to hit it out of the park with this Like, I think uh, I feel like Playstation has the strongest library of games in the games industry that's my mm-hmm. opinion obviously um, but that's, that's how I feel um, and I want to be able to access most of that with this tier it doesn't have to be day one if they slowly trickle it out but um but that's what i want this to be um so i guess we'll see but i I, i'm gonna do it
0: at least for the first month do you think you're gonna do that um i don't think i'll go premium that first month because i want to see what we get out of it right what does classic entail um what games will be streamable Right, I, I want to see what that entails now. $13 a month, I, I, I'd probably do because if I'm getting PlayStation Classic downloads, gl- just like the PS Plus games we get now, they're free. I'm gonna fucking claim them. Why wouldn't I? And even then, I it sounds like it's gonna be in a similar, similar to the Game Pass where I don't have to claim them, I just download them when I want to play them while they're there, right? And I have them accessible as long as they're in that library. So why wouldn't I? Like, maybe I want to go back um, and play those games. Now, granted, I think, again, it plays a big factor in that I think that these PS2 games that we're going to see at first, PS2 and PS1 games that we'll see at first, are going to be what's already been available to download via the PS Store. So a handful of those games, especially the PS2 classics, did have trophies. So while it's not as important to me as it is you, that is a factor. Like, why should I go back and replay these games? Right? Like, what's my motivation outside of playing it again? Because I don't want to, I got a million and one other new games I should be playing and replaying, right? Why do I want to step back 15, 20 years to play a game and get credits, you know? Um, so I, I think I will, if I do anything at first, it'll be essential. Uh, not essential, but the uh, the extra tier there, the middle tier. Mm-hmm. If I see more come out of this premium tier, I think I'll go. I did the same thing with PlayStation Plus when it launched into PS3. I Sure, all those free games, that's awesome. But, like, I either, one, owned a handful of them. Two, the games that I didn't own, did I not own them because I didn't want to play them? So, like, do I need to spend extra money to do this thing? Even the sales (laughs) discounts, Like, yeah, that game's on discount, but, like... Did I not buy it at full price because I didn't want it in the first place?
1: So, See, like that's, but that's for me. That's a big contributing factor in why I would go with the highest tier, just because mm-hmm. access. Like, because I'm the person that I am, I've already bought most of the PS4 games that I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's included in the second tier, the downloadable thing. But whether I own the PS3 games or not. I can't access that on the PS5 at all. Like there's there's no entry point unless I have that, that tiered subscription. Um so this is a it's it's a more affordable way to have access to PlayStation Now, basically. Um, yeah. And, and I mean so like this, I said, I was say I'd never do it. That's a big that's actually a, a, a point here. PlayStation Now is getting a price reduction, essentially. Yeah, is what this tiered system is. They're getting simplified. Um, It's getting simplified, wrapped up in one, and now it costs less. If this is true. uh, Again, this is all conjecture. Uh, Is Mm -hmm. that how
0: you say that? Conjecture? Conjecture? We'll just say speculation.
1: Speculation. That makes Uh, more sense. (laughs) But but yeah, so if this is true, PlayStation Now is now more affordable. Mm -hmm. Um, But switching to the monthly subscription... Um, I think that means PlayStation plus is now more expensive
0: it, for those who were buying an, an annual pass unless we see an annual cost that we can just subscribe and do imagine that'll be a cheaper rate yeah um, if you do so right now PS plus if you're doing monthly it's 10 bucks so if you do just the essentials pass on this annually you're spending double because you're spending 60 bucks or you're buying annually as opposed to monthly which is 120 now, I uh, granted, I think this will go the way of like every other streaming service pass thing out there, subscription model, where they'll, they'll get rid like of an like annual month. thing. It'll just go month to month because people don't mind it. And, and it's still affordable. Like, you know, it's better than shelling out 100, 120 bucks right off the bat. It's still even better looking than selling out 60 bucks at first, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm only spending 10 bucks. I can afford 10 bucks a month. It's because of that budgeting standpoint, people think in their minds. So,
1: yeah. And another another kind of comparison. So I uh, I feel like so if if any of this information is true, um, mm-hmm. the big question is: Do we think this is enough? Um, especially when when the conversation previously has been about competing with Game Pass. Um, yeah. And uh, one thing that's that I think is interesting is. This means PlayStation Now is getting a price cut, so it's more affordable Mm -hmm. for the PlayStation Now benefits. Plus, whatever the fuck this classic thing means, we don't know. It could be anything. Um, Don't get your hopes up, uh, but also be excited at the same time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because this is PlayStation we're talking about. Uh, (laughs) But um, with the price cut, and then the more accessible access to PlayStation Now. The thing that's interesting about PlayStation Now is and correct me if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. things get added to PlayStation Now but they don't get removed. This is a permanent
0: games get removed from PlayStation Now. It's not a permanent. They just don't broadcast it. They do come off. No one talks about it because not a lot of people like so it's not as frequent I think as Game Pass but games don't stay on PlayStation Now as long forever games do come off of there the downloadable games per specifically i believe so i i would like to confirm
1: that um i don't think any playstation first party titles have ever been removed from playstation now oh, oh well that's the same um, thing even xbox and, first party titles stay on game pass and as I don't far as anymore. i know as far as i know though i don't think I, I don't think anything's been removed from playstation now but let me see i'm i'm going to look into this cuz my my understanding was that things don't get removed from PlayStation Now they just get added as like a perpetual library.
0: Uh let's see. According to a Reddit page about PlayStation Now, there are two types of games PS Now. The marquee titles typically last 3 months. Um in this this is as of October 10th of 2020. So it could have changed between then. But I remember seeing, like, I've seen games like in an annotation on a an link when they announce what games are coming to PS now, a list of games that are coming off. I don't think those now, granted, I think Sony first party titles or PlayStation first party titles, rather, stay on there longer, if not forever. Mm-hmm. But third party games, much like Game Pass, rotate in and out. Um, I think that's just nature of the beast because you have to, you're paying people to keep your game on that, on that model. Like you can't keep it there forever unless they're giving you a very cheap rate and they're totally okay with it. Most people are like, Hey, we wanted it there for exposure for a brief period of time. We got what we needed. Take us off. So, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing the same thing where
1: it's kind of like a case by case basis. Um, they said most games are there forever. However, the, like there's like a selection of games that are there for three or six months.
0: At a time, yeah. Like Horizon um, for Zero Dawn, I don't think stayed on there past six months. Same thing with God of War. Um, a lot of those games were on there for a while, and then eventually made their way off.
1: Interesting. Um, well, I'd like to see a little bit more permanence with the library, personally.
0: I think uh, with this model, because again, you're getting rid of the annual cost, right? It's what I expect at least. you are going to get rid of the annual memberships; you just pay monthly. They're making Mm -hmm. at least double off of baseline subscribers with that alone. So I think that'll allow them to sustain games staying on there longer. Here's hoping.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. God, if there's if there's PSP games, then uh,
0: I'm gonna get a little excited. Uh, I think over. I think honestly, we could see maybe annually, right? I don't think we'll see it all gung ho. I think annually we see a new iteration of a PlayStation of a want, right? I think first year we see PSP. Then the year after that, or maybe the first year we see PS3. Then after that we get PSP or maybe even six months with PSP because I think maybe they are PS1 easier. would
1: be the first thing because nobody's gonna care about PSP. And barely anyone cares about PS3. Uh well that's what like, I'm saying. I think, I think we'll see just, I like a mix. I feel like overall most people when they when they hear PS one they get more excited than if they hear PSP. Like oh for but, sure. But the legacy. Me personally, me personally, PSP had some amazing exclusive games. It had a phenomenal library of role playing games that are just trapped on the system. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, some of them have recently come out, or somewhat recently come out on Steam eventually. But like, their games, like like Brave Story, New Traveler, if you remember that, that was an awesome mm-hmm. like classic turn based. Ah, uh, role-playing game, astonishing story. I loved that. Um, there's that Popa LaCroix, If you remember that one with the fully anime, uh, mm-hmm. cutscenes. Jean de uh which was a uh, level five, actually the Dark mm-hmm. the Dark Cloud um, developer. Oh my god, this is bringing Kuni developer. Yeah. Uh, damn, there there are some great ga- Guru Man, a monstrous adventure.
0: Fucking Guru man. That's
1: on Steam now, but that was a great one. Uh, there's some there's some stuff here. If they if they bring PSP games, and if they add trophies, which I know. Pine Sky.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't think trophies for games that didn't have them before will be implemented. I think it'll very much be a retro thing. Well, I, um, I need I need games that them. have trophies will be there. PS3 games, PS4 games, PS Vita games. Yes, I think like I said, we'll see PS3 and PSP kind of mix right after maybe at the first six months. We'll get a big thing. It'll be a big fucking deal. Like, oh man, it's coming. And then after that, we'll see, we'll get another update with PS Vita games. And then in between that, over time, we'll see a mass trickle down, like more PS4 games are added than there were before. Again, I think it's because of the cost basis of everything. With the cost of this going up, they have more money to do things. They have more flexibility to do things. So we'll see things gradually increase over time.
1: I wonder if this means but. that we'll finally see Patapon three playable on PS four and PS five. Because they released Patapon one and Patapon two as remasters. They did not, they did not release Patapon three. That's true. There's, there's a gap in the lore of Patapon, and and Lokoroka Midnight Carnival. That's not that's
0: not available. Oh, okay. They, they didn't don't remaster that. Wasn't like a wasn't it like a spinoff thingy? That wasn't it like was a real it sequel. was its own it, it was its
1: own full little thing like it it was smaller but it yeah price. but it was yeah it was, was that it was still great they had like a little Ain't bounce mechanic Ain't I'm asking for shit. it I'm Jesus. asking for it and I know at least two people are asking for pad upon 3 me and Greg Miller
0: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> but still <Any> loser. <laughs> only time will tell with what we get with PlayStation's uh with PlayStation's Project Spartacus But for all your information and recap and discussion, keep it at DualSense is a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two cents on all things PlayStation each and every Friday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Again, if you are a fan of the show and you are somehow able to donate to Steven and his fucking McDonald's videos, make your way over to www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate where you can donate as little as a dollar to help support the show and help us grow. If you are a fan of the show and you want to spread the word, by all means, we're not going to stop you. Share the video, like the stream, subscribe, click the bell to notify you on your phone, like all the other notifications you ignore. That, hey, a new episode's available. We are on Twitch live. We are on Spotify the following day. We are then on YouTube not long after. YouTube what the people? following day. YouTube and the Spotify. following day. Then Spotify. And Apple, yeah. And Apple yeah. Podcast and eventually all podcasts are listened and available but until then we love you we'll see you next week see y'all later love of love
1: i really want
0: freaking man steven in the fucking show <laughs> <laughs>